this is Suzanne Ricketts with She Is Ministries, and I am coming to you today with the word joy. Woo! That's what it should do, right? Joy. Uh, so we're going to look today at what scripture has to say about joy, and it has quite a lot to say about joy. Um, and we could begin from the very beginning of the Bible in the Old Testament and go all the way through the New Testament, but that would be much longer than 20 minutes. But we're going to look today at <clears throat> some key scriptures uh, about joy and what that looks like to live a life of joy. So I'm going to begin. The dictionary says that joy is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness, glee, delight, jubilation, rejoicing. <clears throat> the Hebrew word, simcha, which I can't say that in the Hebrew correctly, uh, but basically what it translates to is to consume or destroy the chaos and separation. To enter in and behold God's revelation. Now that's some joy, right? To consume or destroy the chaos and separation. What separates us from God? If we're not joyful, then something something within us is separating us from the Lord. To enter in and to behold His revelation. So like I said, we know there's a lot of scriptures. Um, <clears throat> for example, one is Romans 12, 12. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction faithful in prayer psalm 49 excuse me psalm 94 19 says when anxiety was great within me your consolation brought me joy john 16 24 the end of the verse says ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete psalm 119 11 says your statutes are my heritage forever they are the joy of my heart so good, right? Nehemiah 8.10 says, For the joy, it's, it's a long verse, but the end of the verse says, For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. Hebrews 12.2, Fixing our eyes on Jesus, <clears throat> the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him. Camp on this, friends. This is where this is one to camp on. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. James 1 <clears throat> 2 through 4. Count it all joy. Listen to that again. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds for you know that the testing of your faith produces patience and let patience have its full effect or perfect work that you may be perfect and complete lacking nothing amen amen so again we can unpack a lot uh, just many more verses but we begin to get the idea in listening to these verses and listening and uh, looking at the Hebrew and, and just looking at what joy is, that joy is not a, a feeling, it's not an emotion, right? True joy is an unwavering, it's a constant in the spirit. It's, it's a filled with a Christ kind of life, right? Because happiness, we know, friends, happiness is a response to a circumstance. It's an emotion. It's an ebb and flow and ever-changing, just like the breezes, right, uh, as the wind, just like the waves of the ocean. They ebb and flow. But joy is different. Joy comes from within. It's a confidence that is built on our relationship with Christ. Joy is a gift from God that is being produced in us 
through the Holy Spirit. And, and it's not, it, it doesn't uh, ebb and flow. It doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with the trials and the experiences and the circumstances around us. No, joy is the constant. And we're fixed on the glory to come. See, just like Christ endured the cross, right? He, he, but for the joy set before him, he had his eyes looking ahead. Let's, let's even look at Paul. In, Paul wrote the entire, uh, all his letters to the Philippians, right? The book of Philippians, which is such a chapter of joy. Read, the, read it, four chapters. See, I said four chapters of, of joy. You can see the joy that is emanating from Paul. And Paul is sitting as in a prison as he writes this. And you can see that he possesses such a, a tranquility in this place, such a peace, such a calm, such a contentment, such a delight and satisfaction. Why? Because God's ever-abiding, saturating present has made this lasting imprint on his soul. So he can, he, can, he can write, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice, right? Jesus, who, like I said, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and now is seated at the right hand. Jesus could look ahead. He could look past the cross. He could look for the joy that was set before him. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials. In the Greek, it's also uh, written as greet it as pure joy. Think about that. Greet, do you greet your trials as joy? <laughs> See, because trials have the ability to throw us off, right? For our circumstance, for us to get bound up and wound up in our circumstances. See, and it doesn't say count it all joy if that's not what the scripture says. See, that's not what James writes. He writes, count it all joy when. So I just want you to think for a minute. If somebody walked up to you today and they handed you a large stack of bills, a large stack of bills, maybe maybe it took it would take even two hands for you to wrap your hands around this stack of money that someone walked up and they said, here, and they, they put this money in your hands. Would you count the money? Would you count it or would you just take the money and go and do something with it? Would you, would you not even count it? See, no, you would count it, right? You would tally it up. You would add it up. Count it all joy. See, you would, you would number it. You would look at it. So I want to ask you today, friends, are you counting it all joy? when you encounter trials of various kinds. Are you counting it all joy? Are you tallying it up? See, do you sit around, I think about as I'm sitting up here in my office, I can look around and I have different, uh, you know, things around my office that remind me of trials that I've been through, that remind me, they're little Ebenezer's, little altars, things that remind me of things that God has walked with me through, some hard circumstances. And so I can sit in this room and I can look at these things and I can say, count it all joy. And I can look at a picture of a place I've been. I can look at a picture of my family. I can look at uh, this jar of stones that I have. I can look at this little jar that's full of sand. I can look at these different things of places that I've been, of times that I have, my circumstances have been very, uh, I've been through the storms. I have walked through the trials and God has been with me and I can look at those things and I can count it all joy. Just like if someone handed me that stack of money, I wouldn't just take it and do something with it. No, I would I would sit down with that and I would count it and I would say one, 
Oh yes. Two. I would count it. Or I would it would I would say five. That's a ten. That's a twenty. But I would look at it. I would lay it out. And so when you're sitting in your room or you're driving in your car or wherever you're at, you're sitting at home and you're looking around and maybe your eyes, you your eyes are set on your circumstances. Your eyes are set on the trials and the struggles. Count them all joy. Don't count them as pitiful. It, it, see, it doesn't say count it all anxiety. It doesn't say count it all depression. It doesn't say count it all worry. It doesn't say count it all you fix it. Count it all joy when you encounter various trials. Friends, tally them up. Look around you. Look at those circumstances. Look at those trials and count them as joy. Count them as joy. Because see, when we count it all joy, not some joy, not partial joy, not maybe if I feel like a joy, all joy, then we delight and we see the goodness that is being squeezed into this situation that God is is birthing something in this situation. He's birthing something in us. A testing of our faith, producing patience. There's so much that's happening in these trials and circumstances when we count it all joy. Not count it all worry. Count it all joy. Jesus was patient and during the cross Paul was patient Count it all joy. Friends, I want to tell you that counting it all joy is faith's response. Hear that again. Count it, counting it all joy is faith's response. Counting it all doubt is worry's response. Counting it all worry is, is unbelief. Count it all joy is faith's response. You have to look beyond the suffering to the results. You have to look ahead to the results. What is being produced? The joy set before you. Present sufferings can't compare to the joy that is being revealed to us. Amen. So joy, see, is a fruit of the Spirit. And so I want you to camp today and think about for just a moment, what does fruit come from? See, fruit just doesn't appear, right? Fruit comes from something. Fruit comes from a seed. And, and where does a seed, a seed, what, can you just hold a seed in your hand? No, a seed has to be sown to produce. A seed has to be sown to produce. So therefore, for joy to produce in your life. So we think about the fruit of the Spirit, right? Fruit of the Spirit, love, peace, joy, patience. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness gentleness, self-control. This fruit has to come from a seed, right? And a seed has to be sown. So I want to ask you, friends, what seed are you sowing today? Are you sowing love? If you're going to sow love, then you're going to reap love. If you're going to sow joy, then, friends, you're going to reap joy. You're going to reap the fruit of joy of what it will do in your life. Are you sowing kindness? Are you sowing into patience? You, you can't just expect the fruit to appear if you are not sowing the seed. 
You're not sowing the seed. So if you're sowing, so think about it. Every, so everything in the Bible, every if biblical principle is sow and reap, right? Is sow and reap and, and, and producing. And the word produ- so, supposed to produce lasting fruit. And so if we sow a spirit of offense, if we sow offense, and that's all we sow everywhere we go. We're offended. I'm offended at that. I'm offended. And if everyone offends us and if everything uh, everything someone says offends us and we walk around in offense, if we sow offense into our relationships, friend, if we then we are reaping that spirit of offense. If we're sowing and, and if we allow, friends, if we allow that spirit of offense to abide in us, then it's going to it's going to grow and it's going to betray, it's going to produce betrayal. We're going to walk away from the the maybe the person that we should be. We're walking away from what God has for for us. We are betraying our calling. We are betraying how we are knit and what we are knit to do, and it is going to progress into disdain. It, you're going to get to a place to where you all you see is offense in other people. All you're going to see is is betrayal. Everyone betrays me. Everyone, it, this offense, and it's going to progress to disdain and to dislike and to it could. It depends on how how much you allow it. It's going to produce hate. See Matthew twenty four ten tells us, and then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. We can choose joy. Amen. We can choose joy. Not worry. Not bitterness. Joy. Not unforgiveness, joy. Not what the media says, joy. Not what Hollywood does, joy. Not what a medical report says, joy. Remember, joy is a gift. A gift from God to us that believe. That we believe the gospel of Christ that is being, friends, it is being produced. Joy is being produced in us by the Holy Spirit. It is being welled up in us. It is being birthed in us and it is being grown because we receive and obey the word of God while experiencing trials. We keep our hope fixed on the glory which is to come. Our joy, friends, is irrepressible. That it's constant. It's unwavering. It's unshakable. Let your joy be evident. Let your life speak joy. Let your life emanate. Let everything you do emanate joy. Count it all joy. Are you counting everything around you as joy? The joy of the Lord is your what? Is your strength. So that when you go through these trials, what is your strength? Your joy. Because joy is the gift, right? Because joy is what it's being produced. It's being, it's being, uh, it's the fruit. It's what we sow and it's what we reap. Let our lives be full of joy and let our joy be evident. We minister to people, friends, by the way we live, by the way we speak, by what we do, what we say. And so when people around you that are unbelievers, even people that are around you that are believers, and you are walking through horrific things, maybe your husband has walked out on you and left you with with children to provide for, to care for. 
Maybe your house got hit by a tornado. Maybe your house flooded and you have been absolutely, you have been without a place to live. You have, your house has been destroyed. Where you live has been just utterly wrecked. Maybe your family has abandoned you. Maybe you got pregnant and your family has turned their back on you. Maybe you've made some decision and friends have walked away from you. I don't know what it is. Whatever trial, whatever circumstance, maybe you've lost your spouse. Maybe, maybe someone dear to you, maybe you've lost your, your, your parent, your, your dad, your mom. Maybe you have, uh, your, your husband has passed away. I, I don't know. Maybe you've lost a child. The pain of that, right? Maybe count it all joy. Does that mean that you're not supposed to mourn and grieve? Oh, heavens, no. But you can, just like that stack of money, you can lay that out. You can leave it in a stack and never count it, friends, and you can just say, here, and just set it aside. Or you can begin to set that out, and you can count it, and you can say, I'm going to greet it as all joy. I'm going to see this circumstance, and I'm going to sit it before me, and I'm going to look at it, and I'm going to say, you know what? The joy of the Lord is my strength. God, you are with me. You are my portion. You are my shield. You are my defender. And so I'm going to be able to count this as joy, even though I don't know how in this circumstance I'm so broken, but I'm going to count this as joy. And then you're going to pull out the next one, and you're going to lay it down, and you're going to look at it, and you're going to say, and I'm going to count this one as all joy. And as you begin to count it all joy, you are... You are, and people around you are looking at you and they are seeing you in these circumstances and they are like, how is that person, how does that person have joy? I mean, I know that they're struggling, right? I know that that is, that is, that would wreck me. How, how are they, how are they counting it all? How are they joyful in this? How are you producing that fruit? It's because you've sown it, friends. Because you've sown it. Because you've encountered that circumstance and you're like, boom. Just like in the Greek, greet it all joy. Greet it. Come on. I'm going to greet it all joy. I'm going to greet it. I'm going to embrace it. Think about that. There's a trial. There's a struggle. There's a storm. I'm going to embrace it. And I'm going to say, come on. Because the joy set before me is greater than the circumstance that I'm in right now. So friends, I want to encourage you today. Count on it. Bank on it. Joy in the suffering, joy in the trials. Count it all for the joy set before you. Friends, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Don't lose your joy. He is your everlasting delight. Rejoice always. And again, I say rejoice. I love you and I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you.